and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 365. I was thinking about it. That means we have an episode for every day of the year. You can listen to us for a full year straight. (laughs) On this episode, we've got some renewal news, and then we'll be discussing the 10th season premiere of Doctor Who, the first season finale of The Good Fight, and recent episodes of Elementary, Prison Break, and Riverdale, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 365. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason, the TVholic from tvholic.com. And this week we have joining us... Marco Evans. I don't have a .com yet, but it's wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a .com, .com. He's Marco I'm, from the internet. I'm, I'm, I'm like a .com, .com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome. I'm, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for inviting me and 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 having the the month where listeners come in and and can talk to you guys instead of yeah. screaming in their cars. Yeah, <laughs> when you disagree with us, exactly, hundred no, percent. Thanks for being a listener that wrote in and wanted to be on the show. Yeah. Oh, no problem. <laughs> so yeah, so we we kind of gave you a little bit of a warning, but um, because we we used to do that thing where we would just be like, and here's the questions we didn't prepare you for. Um, but yeah so tell us a little bit you know obviously you're a tv fan you're listening to a podcast about tv but Mm -hmm. what was it is there a show that you were like okay this is the very first show i got hooked to tv on or what kind of led you to being obsessed with tv i would assume you're obsessed with tv like us like what what was your history with tv so to speak well i've been uh, hooked on tv since i was a kid so Mm -hmm. it probably be the G.I. Joe cartoon or, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just run home and watch that. And then, <laughs> and then it got to be whatever's after that could be anything from Laverne and Shirley to uh, Happy Days and whatever, whatever is being shown after that. Um, Starsky and Hutch. My mom actually let me watch that, which probably shouldn't have, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> whatever was and playing. I, I, yeah. Whatever was playing uh, on TV and syndication after uh, after, yeah. After the uh, afternoon cartoons when you got home from school, I remember yeah, I just that. Kept watching. I remember that well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching Conan the Barbarian and, and Sonya the Red, so I just like, I was definitely watching things I shouldn't be watching as a child. But they weren't on TV; they were VHS that I wore out and I watched so often. <laughs> but yeah, so is there? And we kind of said there's probably a lot of shows, but are there favorite shows or all-time shows that you? could talk about forever or you just love you could revisit a million times like are there a handful that kind of stick top of mind that are your faves the you know, star treks all of them um uh-huh. uh, babylon five um i have all of those on on dvd uh, oh just about anything science fiction and if it's, on, oh. if it's science fiction i've probably watched it yeah some of it i probably shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel knows you. The Sci-Fi Channel, you know who you are. That's yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably shouldn't be watching most of that, but I'm watching it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we can talk some TV with you. It's funny. Well, the good news is we do have at least one sci-fi show that we're talking about today. <laughs> um, but that's okay. So yeah, so just jumping into the news, and obviously this is what we could find. If there's more out there, there's more out there. But I'm actually sure we'll see more of this coming in the coming weeks because. Sweeps and finales actually start April 27th. So 
Any day now, we're going to learn the fate of a lot of our shows. So, news. E! has renewed the arrangement for a second season. Um, I love Michael Vartan. And I made it through the first episode and then just got behind because I went to L.A. for two weeks. Um, But I guess I'll get caught up knowing that there's going to be at least more. It's one of those things where it's not a show I was ever going to watch if if it was going to be a (laughs) one. It is better than I thought it was. I'm yeah, a little behind. I mean, I'm surprised, but yes. All these like cable dramas are surprising me that I'm like, oh, I actually really love that show. Um, yeah, it's just, a, but, it's just another yeah. one that came, and I never even got a chance to watch the first episode yet to like see if I like it. At a certain point, you just yeah. go, uh, I don't need another show that I could possibly like right now, so I'm not no. even going to try it. Um, my life um hulu has renewed the path for a third season which i watched the first season and i liked it i mean it's nothing on casual for me like hulu's casual is the best but i never even started season two because i got so far behind on everything else that exists in the world and now it's been renewed for a third season i think season two just ended so but the good thing about hulu is that like I can watch that whenever. Yeah, that's that's going to be available right. for me whenever. But um, so and by the time I, you get around to it, there'll be like five seasons of it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I haven't seen second season yet, and I'm so behind that I, I don't know when I can catch up to see it. <laughs> the first season was pretty it's good. On my list, but exactly. Like I was surprised. I think it got better with each episode, and then by the finale, I was like, okay, well, I am happy it was renewed, and then I never watched the second season. Yeah. Um, uh, Netflix. Here's a show I am completely caught up on. Netflix has renewed Grace and Frankie for a fourth season. Uh, we started that when I was in LA, and I it was the first show I finished and caught up on when I got home. Um, so that's good. I really like that show, and I like that they've actually continued to have a good story for it too. So it feels warranted to have a renewal, and I hope Peter Gallagher comes back. And my favorite news of the day. Sci-Fi has renewed The Magicians for a third season. Mm. I'm so caught up on this. I'm ahead of the the world, and I want people to see it so badly. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten behind on well, I've gotten behind on The Expanse and The Magicians. Well, I was I was so worried that this wasn't going to be renewed because the finale is so good, but it like it, but it had to be renewed. It's not a it's not a series rapper. Would riot um uh, like i had to check the screener at the end to make sure i didn't do something wrong <laughs> yeah I'm, um but it's still really good i'm glad that they renewed that too because just like you know because they renewed a bunch of stuff and you're like why is the magician still hanging out there like what's okay. the deal with that one i wonder if that's a money thing because that one is like tied up in with Lev Grossman too like I think that it probably has more oh. strict of a contract associated than say like an, a totally original um I mean this is totally me just assuming but I think because of stuff where they don't have as much there's not as many hands in the pot so to speak on other shows they probably had to get a couple more things signed here and I'm glad they did yeah it could be but uh, yeah glad that'll be back as well Yes. Some of the shows, it just takes forever for them to say, we're going to re-up on it. So that's just one of them. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, and it, and it's always shows that I am dying to hear about. Like, I never care about 
an 11th hour renewal for criminal criminal minds like whatever i care <laughs> yeah. about shows yes, they make me wait six weeks to hear whatever six months to hear um but yeah so that's all i mean all pretty good news across the board just waiting for the other shoe to fall on some shows that are outstanding prime time jumping right in which who would have ever thought that this would were we here's the question when did prison break end originally it was was it 2009 uh, it was a while ago i know that something i mean they basically picked up i mean time wise it's seven years in the show and it's i think that's when it actually was i think that's real time the reason i'm asking is because i wasn't sure if it was ever a show that when we started podcasting would have been a show on our list like i didn't know if we were talking about it then or and we're talking about it now but i feel like we probably started after it ended um, but here we are talking about Prison Break no, we season five. we started before it ended, so it could have been. Maybe. Maybe we talked about it back then. We'll have to <laughs> consult the archives. But um, season five, episode two, I don't remember how it's pronounced. Is it Canyol? Like Daniel? Canyol? I don't know if it's Canyol. I don't remember Aldis. how it's... I don't remember. Canyol Aldis? <laughs> I think it's Canyol. Canyol Aldis? Canyol Aldis. Uh, A.K.A. Michael Schofield. Yeah. Um, now, Okay. I watched every episode of Prison Break towards the end or till mm-hmm. the end and was a huge fan. And even though it had some serious issues in story as the endings came about, um, I never gave up on it. I'm actually, I, I know a lot of people said it wasn't great. People have started watching it and aren't hugely thrilled with the re- revival, but I think it's really nice to see these people again. It's it's nice to see them again. I don't know if the story is. If, if we needed to see them, in uh, this. It, <laughs> <laughs> like I guess because all of them are on different shows, so I'm not moving them. <laughs> Some of them together, exactly. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. Yeah, I don't, as I yeah, yeah as I, I remember, uh, Michael Schofield died of a brain thing. So they like yeah. him yeah. die. You can't really. Did, how did he? Like I, I imagine that he was on his literally on his deathbed and and all that, and then now he's fine, and nobody says, yeah. But I, I watched you die in the oh. hospital. What happened to the? Okay, <laughs> so yeah. it's things I just have to accept. It's it's those things you have to kind of like suspend belief and just okay, they're gonna they're gonna tell us maybe. Yeah, there's um, there's stuff not. like that, but there's also just like within. Like, I think they've done an okay job of, like, resetting up a story and, and reintroducing, uh, you know, various people. Like, of course, when she goes to the State Department, she's going to end up talking to Kellerman. You know, like, you know, like of course, that's, that's going to happen. I love Kellerman. I was such a fan of him, even when he was, you know, insane um, in the show. He was my favorite, um, just because I like Paul Adelstein a lot. But I was glad he came back. Yeah. I wish Bill Fickner came back, but that would not have made any sense. Yeah, but it's it's all, all it's, it's all kinds of stuff where, I mean, they even they even hinted at it in or sort of mentioned it in like in the second episode. Like, uh, it it made it sound like I don't know. I I wasn't sure if they were talking about like they had tried to break out of this prison before, or yeah. or if mm. or if Michael had or this one was. Or, or breaking out of this one was tougher than the last one. Like, like then in the seven years he's been part of some secret group that breaks people out of prison by getting put in <laughs> or something. I don't know what was what 
what was going on. But at one point when they were trying, uh, you know, when they were seeing if the escape was going to work and they were sitting out there waiting for the lights to go off and, uh, and all this stuff, you were just like, uh, it, it, it sounded like they had referred to like another prison break, like previously, like they had been a part of. And then later they talked about mm. having, you know, that he had tried to break out of this prison earlier. And so then I got confused. Are they just talking about that or had, Before. or, or had you know, he worked at, but the, the, the stuff that gets me is all the stuff like, you know, the jacket in the grave mm-hmm. and like, how long has that jacket been in the grave? Like that's the jacket that he was supposed to be buried in, but how like, so you know, seven years ago, this this whole thing was put in place, and now they, like that's that's the stuff that gets me. Is like, how long has this been, you know, in place for, or whatever that, uh, you know, it's just it's just strange stuff like that. It's like who, yeah. who's done who's done whatever. When did this all start? Uh, because it makes, because it does make like no sense that this was all put in place seven years ago and is just but, now, you know, like he's now finally in this jail and for whatever reason, uh, also it looked like they were trying to break out. And then now once that other terrorist guy, you know, Michael's has made friends with that guy. So now, you know, and that guy thinks he's also part of the escape yet. It seems like they were going to escape a week ago and that guy has been in solitary for a while now. Mm. So it's all, it's all confusing. He's wearing wearing the same clothes he was wearing when they did the video of him in the beginning. (laughs) beginning. (laughs) He didn't change. And she's, he's got one outfit like Einstein. He's just, (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to have to worry about that stuff when you're beheading people and things. You don't have to worry about what you're putting on that day. I mean, can you imagine if you also had to deal with that? Oh, all the people you have to kill and your outfit. <laughs> like, you're like, dude, come on. Are we going or what? What is taking yeah. you so long? <laughs> but I mean, I like some of the stuff like the, I feel like there's going to be some sort of explanation or at least they're going to try for some sort of explanation as to why, you know, he's in this situation. And then all of a sudden he's had to like go to like plan B or C to to invoke help of of all this other stuff, you know, like who's who's powerful enough out there to, you know, not just smart enough, like they talked about to, you know, erase your history or whatever, like Michael is, but power enough, powerful enough to be able to do that, but also get like somebody like Teabag like out of jail. My and, God, Teabag, he's the grossest character. All the, you know, all these things. It's just he's got a new hand. <laughs> yeah, and Robert Nepper is the nicest man on earth. <laughs> Like and he, I've, and he plays uh, he like really the really truly is, and he plays the most disgusting he people. He plays the worst. Like the I don't care what I see him in. I was like, hey, it's Teabag. Exactly, hundred oh, no percent. I saw him in a Transformers movie. I was like, why is Teabag launching a missile? Oh, yeah, because he's Teabag. That's why. Teabag. <laughs> yeah, why is yeah, Teabag I mean, a rich zombie in Seattle on iZombie? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I uh, I. I totally, I mean, listen, because I've watched all these kind of shows my entire life, Mark Feuerstein's character's totally going to be involved, right? 
<laughs> yep. I mean, like it's just it. It ha- he has to be more than just the annoying, nagging jerk of a new husband, right? Which I get it. Like, oh my god, your ex husband is well, not ex husband, whatever. He's dead. You've moved on, and we have a family now. Sure, I get that, but also, like. He's laying it on a little thick, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just That's the first thing I thought. When I... <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. We've all seen these things before. It's, I mean, maybe they'll do it in an interesting way that it's, like, different enough, but I don't know. I mean, it's clearly going to happen. It's, it's, it's coming. I just don't know when, but it's coming. <laughs> well, we only got gonna seven more episodes, like, so. Yeah, he's going to kidnap that kid. <laughs> he's going to take MJ and... I mean, do they call him MJ? I feel like they do. Like LJ, like, come on. I don't know. I just, I wish it was better, but it's mm. not as bad as it, you know, it's not terrible. It's yeah. perfectly fine, mindless entertainment, which kind of later seasons of Prison Break was. Like that first season of Prison Break, I thought was pretty genius. I loved it. Yeah, the first and season I just, was really You know, good. it just kind of went down and continued to. And this is at the same kind of quality as season four, but that's not saying much. Yeah, well, they're, they're still, I don't know, it still has that, you know, the characters that you liked and, you know, a similar situation type of thing. And, but it, you know, you know, Michael's even got some new tattoos on his hands and things that I'm assuming are for some point because he made sure to, like, show them multiple yeah. times, you know. Yeah. So there, there must be something that yeah. having to do with stuff. But, uh but yeah, it just it feels like you're just uh like one little click away from understanding like what's going on and and that when that thing clicks in, you're just going to be like really yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the why why do I think the, this overarching bad guy or the, the same bad guys that are uh, that are in uh, scandal and the same bad, bad guys that are in um Designated Survivor, it seems like it's the same guys that are doing almost impossible things. And yeah. you go, <laughs> I think it's all the same guy. I can't prove it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's the same guys that are doing all of it. That's funny. It's a, Which would be really true. cool. It's a, that it would be cool. Really it would cool make it more happen. interesting. It's a really big uh, crossover, that, crossover. That you don't, between yeah. networks and shows that you don't even know is happening. All of a sudden they're <laughs> going to reveal that this is the big bad behind all of these, <laughs> behind all of these conspiracies. I love uh, it. And it, yes. Or, you know, well, in, in this, you know, it somehow, you know, it could somehow be related to, uh, you know, the bad guys on 24, at least, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> same, I didn't count that one. Same network. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not rewriting his, I mean, I guess it is kind of rewriting history, but it's not rewriting or making anything new that we've never seen before to a fault, because we're going to obviously see the same stuff over and over again that we've seen. But I'll I'll watch it. I'll see kind of how it plays out. It's not hurting me. Um, it's not a first thing I watch by any means during the week. Um, I'll get there. Is it just me or does the prison that in Yemen look a like a redressed whatever they use for the prison in South America back in like season three or whatever <laughs> it was? People didn't remember that. <laughs> it, it, it looks so much the same. Like yeah. for some reason. I don't know. It just uh, it just seemed very similar, uh, but yeah, that was. 
don't know. That was the last thing. The last thing on prison break. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to assume they break out. Yes. I mean, that's just an assumption. Um, Riverdale season one, episode 10, chapter 10, the lost weekend. Guys, I, I really like Riverdale. <laughs> I just, I didn't know that I would. And I really hesitated to start it just because I didn't, I don't know. Didn't want another, another show. show. <laughs> and, and didn't really have any interest. Even when I like saw them at Comic-Con or whatever. You tried it out figuring, oh, this is going to suck. So I can just yeah. get through it. And then all of a sudden you liked and it. And let me like, be Darn real. It. Archie does suck. But <laughs> That's true. The rest of the cast is really good. And the rest of the, like, I really, I like that they kind of twist things on the head that Betty and Veronica are best friends. And um, Betty's a little insane. And like Jughead and, and, and Betty, they fought, but they didn't immediately break up in a teen trope. Like they, you know, like it was just this episode kind of explored a little bit more about these characters, you know, liking each other but not knowing each other really at all betty and jughead and how that plays out well they had uh they had archie and veronica hook up right uh, which which it looks like that may continue but we don't know but i mean but when uh but when she first got like when she first woke up i i just thought that like maybe they had just like cooled it down and yeah, but and then he and then pants over to him with his shit-eating grin on his face. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then laying there yeah. in bed, I guess happy. He was laying on the floor, and she was laying in a separate bed. But I guess they did it. Yeah. But he had a smile on his face, which means yeah. Apparently, again, she got you know completely dressed bed. and got back got into his bed. And but but then when she goes down the stairs and Jughead's downstairs, she doesn't like say, "Oh, you know, I just slept upstairs or whatever." She she's like don't say anything you know, so then you're right. like oh okay so they did you know kind of hook up uh so yeah i mean dude archie is archie really gets around and he's got, God, like, he sleeps with everybody. He's got um, teachers and with he's Frank, got all these he has, other he has no personality <laughs> <laughs> he's a hot brick wall and I don't know. Maybe that is that what the ladies like. <laughs> is a, is I mean, a, is, a hot, is a hot exterior. I mean, sure. Everybody, everybody once in their life needs like that hot, dumb guy. Right. But not every single person in Riverdale <laughs> in succession. Um, I do like that Molly Ringwald finally showed up. I've been waiting for that. And, um, Hopefully she'll be a better actor here than she was in The Secret Life of the American Teenager. But as we've established repeatedly, that was likely they were directed to act as terrible as that they possibly was could. Directed poorly. Um, because, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you can't act opposite Luke Perry and have no charisma. Because Luke Perry's the best. But yeah, I like how they, much like a lot of things they do with this show, though, there's like a lot of promotion and then you're like... Oh, hi, mom. And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> like, it's okay. So we got all this Molly Ringwald, and then she's just in like the last like few seconds of the episode. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I liked how random like Skeet Ulrich was just there. 
<laughs> at his son's birthday party, which is great. But then also hung out when they were playing that game, which is super creepy. <laughs> well, then he hung out, period. Like, he showed up and then he saw that it was like a rager and then decided to just, like, stick around in the background. Uh, yeah, and then including, yeah, including the, uh, uh, and then finally breaks up the party. Right. Know, and then, and then, of course, you know. I liked, <laughs> I liked, uh, I liked when he, he was talking to Betty's mom. Uh, yeah. At, at the end, he, he was like, you're still hot, but you're, <laughs> you're so messed up. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, well, that's going to happen. A hundred percent. And that's going to be a whole other thing. And then I am really sad for Kevin Keller though, because I really like him and I hate that his, um, his Slytherin, I'm sorry, his serpent is faking liking him, but I really think that that serpent might go against FP. Well, I think that it started out that way, but I think that he kind of does actually like, yeah. So hopefully he does go against FP, but yeah, so many, so many things, but you have all this stuff in these, uh, in these episodes where, I think Cheryl's the one that's. <laughs> God, that woman. Is... Madeline, I don't think she's a great actor. She's 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 got as she's a charisma suck, much like Archie, um, because I think she's afraid that her lipstick will run. <laughs> like but... I don't know that she's used to wearing that much lipstick all the time, so she talks funny. It's a girl thing. Listen, when you wear lipstick and you don't, you're not used to wearing it. It is very difficult to speak, so you don't mess it up. So I feel like she's not quite used to the the layers of makeup she has to be wearing. You know, I just I just think that that but what they do with that character, like from one episode, like she to or even inside of episode, she seems like uh, nice or whatever, and then all of a sudden she's like crossing people's you know pictures out, you know faces out yeah. on a picture. Because you know, yeah, like she a, was creepily like, in love with her twin brother. Yeah, like revenge style, you know, <laughs> the, with the red marker. Yes. But that that character goes back and forth. Like at the beginning, you'd think that, uh, you know, she's, you know, she's caught, you know, because you see that she's caught in like a weird thing that her family's no great shakes or whatever. Yeah. And yet, then she's still like, I don't know. She like goes back and forth and then, yeah, but all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, she's got the hots for Archie too, you know. I guess. Uh, um, and then, all I and then know now is not that... because he, she he like broke it off. But uh, I just like that they sort of twist all these things around. And just when you think like somebody's going in one direction, all of a sudden they mm-hmm. have it. All of a sudden, at the end, you're just like, okay, is Cheryl crazy too? <laughs> like now yeah. she's crossing people's. Uh, you know they I they do a no good job of letting you. This of putting different people in different spots to make you go, okay, well, was it them? You know, Which are, is helping they... me to have absolutely no idea who the murderer is. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even have a guess. So yeah, that's a good there, sign. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, all you got to do is look at their murder board. Yeah. Murder, murder board. board. Murder, murder board. board. Oh my God. <laughs> Love trial and error. So. <laughs> Um, but they have like, they have like a dozen, like a half dozen suspects, like, you know, that are like good suspects. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. Who would have thought that at the end, at the beginning of the season, this would be the show I actually am watching first on Thursdays. So (laughs) that's Riverdale. 
Doctor Who, season 10, episode one, the pilot. I'm not listed on here, but I watched it and I oh, loved you it. Did. I love Bill. She's pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty good I, introduction to, for the yeah. for the yeah. companion. I thought it did a they did a good job of of uh, you know creating. I mean, true story. Low bar for me because I hated Clara, but yeah. <laughs> all that notwithstanding. But I think they created a. They gave you a good, you know, having had you know never seen this person before, no, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. They did a good job of of creating a reason of why he would be interested in, you know, her being the companion or something like that. And, and, uh, you know, giving her some, some backstory and like, and it didn't, it didn't like just happen. Like it was well into the episode before like she ever, even uh, needs you know, steps yeah. inside the TARDIS or whatever. Uh, but I did like all this stuff. Like <laughs> she's like, uh, my carpet is underneath <laughs> the, the heavy object. <laughs> All along, like every every so often, she like has a question or whatever. Uh, I also really liked when they when uh, what's the other when the doctor and the Nardole? Yeah, when they're talking. Like, Matt Lewis. Oh, Matt Lucas, he's amazing. It, it seems to be taking her longer than normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's usually the first question. Why is it bigger on the inside? And she's like, it's bigger on the boom. inside. Like, oh my god! When they got there and they were like, yeah. Hot. Oh my god! There I love that. <laughs> I loved that. Um, yeah, and I like that. But you know, she did ask the right questions, though. She was asking, you know, like she saw his picture and the picture of her mother, and but she was she immediately kind of. Do you do you believe in science fiction? Like, do you know science fiction? Like, she she knew something was up. She knew something was off about him, but didn't let it. Like, she didn't focus on that. She just kind of dove right into what it could mean, and I really liked that because she really. I mean, I don't know that she needed an explanation. She wasn't a dumb girl that was just kind of there. I just thought it worked really well to sort of as an introduction to the new character as. Uh... As opposed to just, I don't know. As opposed to getting it like along the way or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was a pretty decent, uh, you know, episode that allowed them to, you know, sort of uh, zip around to, you know, some different places at different times real quick, uh, with the uh, with the thing chasing them around. <laughs> As usual, as usual, it's just a really cool idea that they carried through. That they carried throughout. We just, just uh, every time I look at a show, I just go, "How did you even come up with that?" That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctor still reeling from basically the last two Christmas specials uh-huh. from his wife, and then the other picture is his granddaughter from the first episode or the, first, the very first season in the '60s. So. He's got those two pictures there. He's still, he's he's still dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. So and that's, I guess, that's why he's teaching there, like the best teacher there. I love that she's like, people have said you've been here fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> and like, does she doesn't even bat an eye at it? She's like, you've been here fifty years. Like, it doesn't even. I love that. It doesn't I even affect her. Yeah, I like, he's like, and I don't look old enough to him. And she's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> But yeah, I, I just, I, but I like stuff like you know that, uh, 
you know, his reasoning for why, you know, he called her in as opposed to other people that have showed up to his class that, you know, aren't actually enrolled and things like that because of, uh, you know, her reaction is different mm-hmm. uh, to these things and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I liked, I like that it's, it slowly got into it. I like that they sort of, you know, they set, you know, they also set something up with whatever's in that vault you know, that, right. that, that they're protecting, uh, that, you know, that that's going to come back again at some point. And, uh, I don't know. It had some, it had some of the requisite fun, you know, within the episode as to, you know, they brought the Daleks in yeah. for just, just for a second. Just, <laughs> like, just pop Daleks. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, just, we'll see if this can, uh, shoot at, at the thing that's chasing us. Right. See if that'll, if that'll work. Nope. doesn't work. Uh, okay. We'll move along then. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, uh, I was someone who was checked out on the show. So like, I, I, I was not a fan of what they had been doing. It had gotten away from like the fun of like a Matt Smith or, or David. And so not, it's not saying Peter Capaldi is not fun. I think he's hilarious, but I just had shied away from caring as much. So Pearl Mackey was, a, is, is an interesting enough draw that I'm like, okay, I'll try this and then see how I feel. And so I'm I- back on board. Yeah, I was going to say this. So the and this first episode was uh, good enough to get you back on board. Yeah, for... I loved the Christmas episode with Justin Chatwin. I loved it. Um and so that was like a, a part of a good step in the right direction and then kind of layering this on, having Nardole there who I love Matt Lucas so much in this role. Like it was they're all good things, all positives for me to say like they're like Amory come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> though I am interested cuz I don't know how they're going to like how he's going to go away. Because he's, he's I, I, I hate to see it. I love him as the doctor. I think he's, yeah. he's fantastic. I was I really nervous not, about him at first, but I love him. I did not, however, like the last Christmas special. I know you liked it. No, you didn't. I like my uh, I like my superheroes and superheroes, and I like my doctor and the doctor. <laughs> That's <was> a <laughs> very like, valid point. It's not a, it's not a Reese's Pieces thing. <laughs> so it's just it just it weirded me out and i was just like no he's no that's different from that oh okay <laughs> and then it was over <laughs> yeah yeah hey you got superhero I, I in my doctor who no you got doctor <laughs> who in my superhero my superhero <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm excited to see kind of where the season goes which i never would have said last year or the year before well, just uh, just a, a quick little thing. Did either of you watch class after? No. Mostly because I forgot to record it. <laughs> uh, how about you, Margo? Did you watch class? Yeah. Yes, I did. What, what did you, just real quickly, what did you think of that? It's really cool. It's a little, it's, it's, it's different from what I would think a Doctor Who kind of show would be, but it's... I guess it would have to be because one is way too adult and the one before that was like for kids. I guess this makes sense. Yeah. It, it could be on C. It's like C. It should be on CW England. But it's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I liked it in the middle of like the episode. They basically referenced like 
Vampire Diaries and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> like like a, a whole bunch of others uh, of of other type of uh, those types of shows and things, and because yeah, this is basically like a like Teen Torchwood. You know, like yeah, yeah, that's exactly like, <laughs> that's what I was getting. <laughs> yeah. And and so yeah, I think uh, I don't know. It was it was kind of interesting. So I'll probably continue to uh, to check that out uh, as well. But uh, you know, we can we can move on to from their good fight to, to uh, from to there. Yes. So the good fight season one episode ten chaos season finale. Um, I just loved this show. Season one of this show was so good. It's it's fantastic. And not that I expected it not to be, but I was very hesitant because you never know, you know, can they hold up? Because I thought The Good Wife held up for seven seasons. I mean, it had ups and downs, yeah. but it yeah. really was such a solid show for so long. But they just took this and ran with it. It's like it was more... Uh, cinematic and more it was darker and it was oh it was just I don't know so good and then the twists and turns and then kind of a happy ending uh, my one of my best friends texted me today and, and he was like just to make sure did you um did you watch and I was like yeah and he's like curtains I am and I was like yes <laughs> so happy that sure it took you know whatever him being in an accident and trying to beat that guy who stole a car um, to get her there. He is, he really is. Gary Cole is a superhero and God, I just, when she thought, when she got that phone call and she thought they were calling to say like they needed to reach next of kin cause he was dead. Like that was, my heart was in my throat. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't know. But God, I'm, I was just so happy when she went back to the car and shut it off, not to get in it and drive away. Yeah. Oh. And it's not all about them. But so what do you think? Like, what do you, for the finale, what was your favorite, I don't know, storyline or how it kind of wrapped up? Like, what was it for this one? Well, I kind of liked, um, oh, what's her name? The, uh, the the girl in the show with her father. Because oh, my, I thought uh, my God. it looked like he was going to give himself up. And when yeah. he got into the car, I thought, oh, no, you, yeah. you just you screwed your own daughter. How could, how could you do that? It is heartbreaking. And it's just, we kind of, we watched her all year, kind of, or all season, kind of like, get to that edge where she would believe her father would do it to her, and then, Mm. you know, kind of be talked out of it, and we saw in that one episode where Luca, where where Dustin Barthes' character tells Luca, you know, just be, stay away, you guys are, they're they're laundering money, and she knew that the, the, the lie had been fed through, and she was upset for Maya, like, Mm. so... That's how I felt for Maya this whole season. Like as soon as you learn that like her dad really did do this and her mother was involved too. But her mother wasn't involved, I don't think, in him running away. I don't think that. No, I don't think she um, knew, but But uh God, it was just so heartbreaking. But it is it, it, it was it was great to them to do that heartbreaking thing and then turn it around with the Diane thing. So yeah. it was up and I was I was down and then I was back up. It was Yes. It, that's yeah, and I, uh, I am glad that, like, they're building the friendships. Because what I loved about The Good Wife, you know, when Juliana and Archie were still friends in real life, mm-hmm. um, then they were, and, Arch, you know, Kalinda and Alicia were friends. I loved that friendship. Um, 
And so I like that they, they always were really good at writing a friendship. So when Luca came in, I thought that was great. So I was glad that like Luca and Maya are friends. I'm glad that Marissa and Maya are friends. Like they're building that, that group. Um, I was glad that, uh, what's his name came back? Felix, that insane, insane man. <laughs> um, the characters are the best. Uh, yeah, it was just really good stuff. And I was so glad we finally got to see Maya like lawyering because it's all been about kind of around her and how she was going to deal with it and stuff like that. Um, but to actually see her in the courtroom and and be, and be really good, be really good and get one over and be like, you know, I think you're just pandering to the judge and the judge being like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like to see her have that little win um, before we knew it was coming. Like that was really cool. And there were Lindo walked, walked in and, and she, he was about to take over, but she had, she had it. Delroy Lindo is so good. He's he's got the full Lindo. He's going in there. <laughs> yeah, really is. I love the friendship he has with Diane too. Like I like that. I I hated um what was her name Barbara. Just yeah. she, they almost wrote her too harshly at first, and then they, they didn't soften her. She was still a really strong woman, but I think that there's depth to the character that I'm excited for in season two. Like I'm really glad that we're definitely getting more of this show. Because I think she feels like Diane is separating her friendship with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and it's it's messing with her head a bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good like. That's how I would look at it too. Like she, not just on a financial, not just on a work uh, basis, but they had that. Like she and Barbara and and what is Adrian? Like they have that friendship that mm-hmm. this you know you never want to have someone come between you and your best friend or whatever. So um, it's just. I love that it's a show that even if you didn't watch The Good Wife, you can watch it, and it's so good. Um, But to be a fan of The Good Wife and watching this, like all the guest judges that they've had and Jason Biggs coming back was great. Um, Just really good. I just really want everybody to watch it and love it because the Kings, they know what they're doing. They do. That's what I loved about the what I loved about the Good Wife was all the side characters, all the, the judges, like just people walking by would just have an interesting backstory, and they're yes. doing something interesting. Like if your main character Alicia is the least interesting character, and she's pretty interesting, mm-hmm. then you exactly. have a great show right there. <laughs> Which is what I think. Like calling back to Riverdale, that's a show. Like, like all of the side characters are really interesting and some of those stories are really good but the lead character is just so boring they need to bring that up because like you said with a good wife alicia was so complex and she was like sometimes the least complex of these characters i just Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ah, it's so good i can't say enough i cannot say enough about how much i love it they've definitely proven to me that this is a show we needed yes that's true I wasn't sure either when they. Yeah, I mean, when I was very excited. I remember actually when I saw the Good Wife series finale announced last year during the the Super Bowl. Like I cheered out loud. I was so excited that it was ending because it was ending on a high note. Mm -hmm. And then I heard the news about the renewal, and I was like, oh, or not the renewal, the the spinoff. I was like, oh god. But they do. We love these characters, and we love this writing, and we love this world. So I'm really glad that it's. I'm glad Peter Florek's not around because he's the worst. And yeah. I'm glad that they still reference, uh, what's his name so much, Will. And I They think did that- kind of in this show, too, because when she thought he was dead, she saw the, the foot, and that was the same thing 
that she saw with Will. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So that was the worst episode. Oh my God. Um, that, that brings up memories, but anyway, <laughs> the good fight, everybody should go watch it. Um, yeah. and it's an easy watch. Like it's, it's dark and rich and beautiful. And now that uh, it's, now that it's done, you can sign up for your. Yeah. Sign up now. And you'll be good to go. So then here's the last show. Elementary season five, episode 19 high heat, you know, I think the show, I like it. I love it, actually. I watch every episode. I think Sherlock and Joan are the best. But I just, I'm sad it hasn't been renewed. And I think that might mean that it's going to, I think it's going to come back because this is a show you probably don't just cut off. Right. Because uh, it makes money for them internationally, like pretty much, like a lot of money. Oh, wow. Um, I just get worried as the end of the season comes up. I don't know. And yeah, I hate that it's, that, that, it's still, yeah, that it's still hanging out there, you know, when they, you can see why some of the other things that are still hanging out there from CBS are, are out there, but you're like, how did this one not make the, yeah. you know, the cut when they renewed like 18 things on like one day? Yes. So, yeah. So what did you guys think of this episode? Uh, I kind of felt like it was a ordinary, uh, ordinary episode after last week with the surprise. Not well, last last episode with the surprise butt kicking. Is that is that? Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, yes. I did not. I did not see that coming. I didn't. I didn't think that. I, I just didn't see that coming, and it just kept it kept kicking them, and I went like, okay, stop, stop, yes. credits. <laughs> Yeah, the and the only thing about that, that, that my heart too. I like Shinwell. I like Nelson Ellis a lot. Yeah, the only thing about that though is like, I mean, yeah, I guess you know he's been out on the streets a lot and stuff like that. But I was still like that he got that he completely got the jump mm. on like Sherlock, who's who's mm. always like training to to be able to like you know see if he's being tailed or or for tailing people and things like that mm. that. All of a sudden, he, you know, somebody got the jump on him that, that much. I don't know. I didn't quite uh, totally get that, but, but yeah, this whole, I don't. Know, I I guess it kind of makes the Shinwell thing sort of interesting. Like it, it twisted around a little bit. Still not a hundred percent sure whether he actually killed the other guy or not. But it I seems think he like did. He, it seems yeah. like he did. But they never actually say it. He just. He's, 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 you know, I mean, he does sort of reference, you know, that, you know, this is one person that was killed, you know, but it was that he was killed by this, you know, this organization. He was killed by his friend who was set up for it. Like he, he, he does have remorse for it at least. Yeah. But also that it was that he, you know, I guess it's sort of been set up like that he was lied to or whatever. And that the, Mm -hmm. and that the group, you know, SBK or whatever is, is, is responsible even though he may have been the person that actually, you know, pulled the trigger or whatever. Uh, but they've still been still, they're still like a little bit like they've never, they've never actually said it, you know, like it's it yeah. just now we'd all sort of believe it uh, now. And that, and with this attack and stuff like that, that it, that it does seem that that's the case, but yeah, it, it does take, you know, something that puts a little, uh, a little different spin on it here as we head towards the the end of the season. 
I think all that might have it might have everything to do with the finale. I think all of yeah. the Shinwell stuff is gonna culminate in a in a finale. I'm not sure how, but it Well that's it, been the, somehow yeah. I feel like it will. Well it that's been the season long backstory arc thing that's been going on right. throughout the season. So if if they hold like they have with previous seasons, they do they do usually bring those things to a head at the end of a you know, at the end of a season, they don't leave you. Yeah. That's one thing they don't do. They don't leave you hanging at the end of a season, really. Watch this be the season that they do, and then they're not. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> I would not be happy it's with not, that. It's not as big as his father being the head of a vast criminal organization right. or stuff like that. But it's it, it's turning into it's turning into what that's what it is. But I kind of expect something huge with the. Uh, the last couple of seasons, his brother is in the CIA and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Is it? I expected. I expect more something like that as opposed to the Shinro this Shinro incidents and. Yeah, I'm, call, I'm holding on. I'll see what happens. I think I think there'll be something for us. I keep wanting to call Shinro Lafayette, and I, I keep trying to stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still about the you know, Holmes and Watson though they're. Mm-hmm. The way they play, play off of each other, her know, like, exasperation with yeah, him, like it yeah. is with her. When when she comes down and is like, "Is it is it clear? <laughs> you've had a lot yeah. of uh, you've had a lot of friends over uh, this week," and she kind of <laughs> gives him a hard time about like how he's dealing with, uh, <laughs> you know, with with what they believe about Shinwell now, and and he's like, "You cleaned your your office like three times, and then." And have taken on like some you know mediocre cases, and then clean your office again. Is hmm. is that how I should be you know dealing with things? And so <laughs> I like that they sort of like give each other a hard time about how they're you know how they're dealing with the how they yeah. process things. And she's just like, I like to work. I need to work. Uh, so he, he tested the blood thing in her bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> 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 I, I, I was thinking. That's so Sherlock, but yeah. also it's her bedroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he has <Yes>. the whole house <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> I just love that. I love them. Um, yeah, so it is a show that I, I I really do need it to come back just because I'm, I am such a fan. And so hopefully we get to see that. Yeah, it's one show that I keep up with. I mean, it's saying a lot, too, because there is so Even. much on TV. And it is, for all intents and purposes, you know, a cop procedural. But it, there's always something that kind of twists it a little bit that sets it aside for me. But they do something interesting within that. And then they always have season-long yeah. stories uh, that different things along the way tie into. And that they're not... You know, they're not just tacked on at the end, you know, for like right. a couple minutes or something like that. They deal with things that are ongoing stuff, like in the middle of episodes and right. and things. So it's not just about the uh, uh, the case of the week, but they always have some, you know, weird case of the week. Like I like the whole this whole this whole thing about like uh, Sherlock being upset about uh, you know that just you know anybody can be a detective. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and ends up getting them to completely change their 
their rules and their name, and uh, now <laughs> he's developed a test that you know anybody has to take to uh, going you know going forward to be able to to become a part of the the group and stuff. Uh, it's that type of stuff too. The little things that like bother him, <laughs> things that Jones just like. What does it matter? It's free advertising, like yeah. <laughs> or you know, like inexpensive <laughs> advertising. And and he's just like, yeah, but you used to at least have to take some sort of test. It was nothing, but at least it it prevented some people from you know going into a, calling themselves a detective or whatever. I just love Johnny Lee Miller. I really do. Uh, she called him a snob when he first said that, and then he explained it, and I went like, nope, nope, I don't think so. He's not a snob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, it made sense. <laughs> now, I don't think, like, on the other side, I don't think, like, what Joan said is, like, <laughs> she's like, well, there's only, like, five people in the world that are <laughs> that you would, like, <laughs> probably think are, like, a, you know, uh, that could be called detectives or whatever for, like, what you're hmm. – like what your bar would be or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, on the, on the idea that there should be something other than just paying your $278 a year or whatever to be, <laughs> be a member, it does seem like there should be some sort of, uh, uh, thing to be able to call yourself a private investigator or something like that. So yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. Kind of snob snobbish, but not really. <laughs> not, not really. Yeah, <laughs> he explained it. Oh, it makes so much sense now that you explained it. Okay. <laughs> until she until she reads like the first question of the test, and she's like, "That's the first question." On the test. <laughs> and he's like, "He's like two hours. Make me proud." <laughs> I love it. I love how far she's come, though. Like I. I mean, I love the show and how they really have given these characters a chance to screw up and change. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't get that in a lot of stuff. So fingers crossed for more elementary, please. Um, so that's prime time. Just some quick reality check things here. The Amazing Race, every year I say I'm not going to watch it. And every year I watch it <laughs> um, because I didn't love the season because they, they have done this sort of idea before where they had the blind date season where it was like half the couples were um, not familiar with each other and half the couples or half the teams were. Um, but this year everybody met at the starting line, which has been pretty interesting. And it's, it's interesting how they chose and how they're kind of working together. And then those who aren't working together um, and why they're not working together. It's just very interesting. It's an interesting social game. So um, I'm, I'm totally into it. I don't hate anybody yet. Uh, I don't have the team I was really rooting for are the ones who just due to a bad um, U-turn were gone this week, which is sad um, just because I thought that they deserve better. So my hope would be that they do another all-star seasons because these two were that good. Excuse me, Seth and Olive. I think they should have um, gone further. So hopefully they can come back at some point. And then Survivor oof, this week was just disgusting. I can't believe that this man outed this man uh for being transgendered uh, it just wasn't his place i i on a you know on a some level i understand that he thought that this that zeke was an out and proud transgender man it still doesn't mean he should have called him out and and outed him to national tv like it just went way too far for a game and poor varner because i liked him and now 
he's just stuck with the stigma, but he did it to himself. So it's not poor Varner in that I'm like feeling sorry for him. Um, just that like, when you do it to yourself, there's no reper. I mean, the repercussions are like what's innumerable. He's lost his job. He's, you know, a hated man in America. It's just like, maybe make decisions better and that won't happen to you. So he did it to himself. Zeke is awesome. Not that I know much about it, just heard about it tangentially, but still like a weird thing to be keeping under wraps and go on a TV now, show okay. like this. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree with that. I mean, and, and so that's I mean, on, I one, on like, one hand, you're going on a game where the whole where, thing is to outwit and outdo what, uh, other people. And so the idea that you're trying to keep a secret like that, that that's not yeah, a thing no, that I, could come see, out is just weird to me. That's why a certain level. Like, I kind of understand where Varner, not understand where he's coming from, because you just never, it's not your business to do that to another person or to say that because he's transgendered, he's deceitful or whatever. But I do understand from his standpoint where it was, well, why, you know, because Jeff Varner's an out and proud gay man. Like, he just kind of assumed that this was something that was a gameplay idea for Zeke, and it wasn't. Um, So I get why he kind of thought, like, well, why aren't you being truthful? But then it turned into this whole other thing. So it just, it wasn't his news to share, basically. And so I understand why that was kind of, and it was nice to see the team kind of surround Zeke with like love. But I do, I do agree that like that is not something, I don't know, why would you go on a game show? If, and maybe it was because it's every, part of his everyday life. Like he doesn't think anything of it. So to him, it's just like, whatever, it's my life. I, I don't need to necessarily say anything about it. So that's where I, you know, it's this whole thing. It's just, it took on a mind of its own. Zeke handled it very well. Barter in his interviews has handled it very well. I just, and Jeff Probst, once again, as much as I hate that he keeps getting Emmys, he's such a good host. Uh, He deserves them all. Uh, So I don't know. It was just an interesting episode. Hopefully they can move past it and focus on the gameplay um, and maybe how this brings the tribe closer together. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm still here for Debbie all day, every day, and I hope that she wins forever. Uh, so that's reality. Of, of, of all the episodes I, I missed, that's the <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it was an intense I'm... one, and, you know, because I kept seeing on Twitter like all these posts about, um, like, oh, Jeff Barner just did the most disgusting thing. That tribal was awful. I was like, what? What am I getting myself into? Like, was, I'm thinking, tried... did he kill someone? Like, literally, this is where my mind was going. I try to stay away from that, so I don't know if I missed the episode. I can I, I'll catch it later, and I don't want anybody to spoil me. And now I, <laughs> that's the one I missed. That oh man! Oh my god, did I spoil you? Oh my god, did no, I? Oh, don't worry about it. But it's it's. Uh... <laughs> I didn't tell you who was uh, kicked off. I guess, um, but no, yeah, it was just it was an interesting one um, to have missed, and I think it'll obviously have repercussions for the rest of the season. And you know, it's going to come up at the finale um, in May. So that's reality. I feel like I'm watching other things, but no, maybe that's it for right now. MasterChef Junior, I'm just really far behind because I went away and never watched it again. Recommendations. So here's an interesting story about my recommendation. I had to have dental surgery last week, and my dentist puts me in the chair. And, like, I was being put out for it, not, not asleep, but sedated in that I would be awake and could talk to him, but I was obviously not expecting to remember anything. But he's like, here, lay back, put these sunglasses on, and pick any show you want from Netflix. <laughs> so 
like, okay, my dentist let me watch Netflix, which was amazing. So I started because well, obviously this is a great decision. Um, in the dental chair, I watched 13 Reasons Why while I was under general anesthesia, sort of, and really liked it. So I didn't watch all of it. Obviously, I watched the first two episodes and then um, was really into it. So started watching the rest of it. But that's my recommendation for the week. I know that it's been out and people have watched it and people seem to have really enjoyed it. I didn't read the books, so I don't know much about it. And I love Dylan Minnette. Um, but my suggestion or recommendation is 13 Reasons Why, brought to you um, by Dental Surgery. <laughs> I'm hearing yeah. also that it's good. Yeah, it is good. And then I was, you know, I was like, oh man, at first I have to have dental surgery and I'm going to pick a show that's bad. So I was really hoping it wouldn't be. <laughs> and it wasn't. So that was good. <laughs> Anybody else have any this week? Uh, I got, I had, I have two. Okay, oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, one is The Detroiters, which I is... love. What's his name? Sam. Is that that's the guy from SNL and the guy from Veep, right? And, and Veep, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love that guy. It's, it's so funny, and it's it's set in it's set actually in Detroit. They shot it. I'm from Detroit, and oh, nice. they shot it. They shot it here, and it shows Detroit in a good light. It's hilarious. They make fun of commercials that you'll only see in Detroit, which if you watch the show, they, it, <laughs> you go, why, why would that be? anything it's a real it's kind of a real thing they kind of mess with it a little bit and and but it's 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 hilarious so See, that's <laughs> it, why i like a show like it's always sunny too because like i know philly and that like they show you philadelphia like inside philadelphia jokes which i think kind of makes it stand out so that's funny that you say that yeah that's that's uh, <laughs> it's, it's really it's hilarious um, so you can, I know you have another one, but that brings me to another question. Cause I was actually thinking about this when we were talking about elementary, just for my background. Um, mm -hmm. John Michael Hill was in Detroit one eight seven. Did you watch that show when it was on? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't like it. I, I went, I went to Detroit. It's the only time I've ever been in Detroit. Um, I went there for ABC and we got to meet all those guys. And I just didn't know like how people from Detroit felt about that show. Uh, it's not a bad show, but to me, it's it was basically NYPD Blue mm. in Detroit. It wasn't very valid. It was, it was a regular. It was it was like a regular episode of NYPD Blue. Only mm. it was set in Detroit, and they would just use Detroit places and streets, and that'd be it. It doesn't it didn't feel like Detroit. It didn't feel like Detroit cops were walking around or anything. It just it just felt like a regular, a cop show just happened to be in Detroit, to be, but that was the best barely. Gotcha. All right. I was just wondering that because I thought as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I knew John Michael. It, it connected to elementary because I was thinking about how much I like John Michael Hill. Um, <laughs> anyway, you have another recommendation. Uh, I mentioned before Babylon 5 and mm -hmm. uh, Babylon 5 is my other one. It's on the Go90 network now. So yeah. You can just anybody can just watch them. It's one of those series that it kind of sneakily is a pivotal series because every show after that kind of takes a little bit from Babylon. There'd be no loss without Babylon Five because the the show arcs it was season to season. So most shows who are doing that now. 
Babylon 5 kind of did that first. I, you could say The X-Files or you could say other shows, but this one, if you didn't see the episode before, you won't know what's going on in the episode after. That's how bad it got at a certain at a certain point. So Yeah, I never watched an episode. But I know a lot of like it's one of those things where I've heard a lot of people who have watched it like loved it. It wasn't one of those things where if you watched it you didn't like it. Yeah, that's it. but it's not on anything. It's not like Star Trek where you flip a channel and there'll be there'll be a Star Trek on. Yeah. Because hmm. I think I think Joe Michael Straczynski, who's the writer, producer, owns it, so it's not WB property, so mm. they don't care if you put it. They don't care where they put it, because they don't get gotcha. it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so Detroiters and Babylon 5. Yep. Jason, do you have any? No, I don't have a recommendation this week. Did you see that Killjoy's got a premiere date? <laughs> I was about to say, not Killjoy's? <laughs> yeah, what is this? I know mine wasn't casual and his wasn't Killjoy, so casual's coming up in a in a month. Four weeks till casual, guys. Started uh, recommending uh, catching up on Killjoys now since uh, yeah we now have a, a season three premiere date. It's coming, guys. I'm excited about it. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. so that's our show. I still need to catch up on the magicians before I get to Killjoys. Yeah, you really should catch up on the magicians. My other suggestion would be for people to catch up on Shit's Creek because. Well, it's amazing. And the season finale. I watched, I've watched the season finale of Schitt's Creek six times now. <laughs> uh, I just love it so much. And I cry every time. So good. Yeah, for me, recommendation-wise, I've just been trying to catch up on things. Yeah. That, you know, I haven't been watching. I haven't been checking out a lot of new stuff. I haven't delved back into anything old or whatever. Uh, I mean, I still want... To go back and watch you know, Twin Peaks with that coming back again, and you know nothing like when Sweet Vicious or Imposters or something like that all of a sudden popped up on the thing, and you're just like, uh, yeah, you should be watching this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there hasn't been anything. I mean, not that there hasn't been anything like that. There just hasn't been anything like that that I've actually checked out so that I can right. now actually recommend. <laughs> you know? um, spoiler alert: I'm going to spend the next five days, well, starting Thursday, with Kurt. Um, TV show patrol. So everybody out there, get jealous because Kurt and Amory are going to be reunited and gallivanting through Chicago together. Yes, that's <laughs> mainly that's just a warning for uh, anyone in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, anyone in Chicago, look alive because here comes Amory. It's a, just a warning for you that that hurricane it's is happen- coming. <laughs> oh, it's happening, sweetheart. You ever seen that commercial for State Farm? I love that commercial. All right, so thank you to Marco for joining us. Uh, thank you, guys. It's, it's, this is fun. Yeah, I love talking TV. I feel like I, it's all I talk about, literally. Like, it's I'm one of those people, and I know I do this, but I'll be at a party, and I'll like try, be meeting someone new and not sure. Like, what, what am I going to talk about with all these people? And then, like... <laughs> we leave the party and I'm like, no, but seriously, you should catch up on blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and that's what we've talked about for the whole, like four hours of this. I'm like, there has to be another topic of conversation I can <laughs> well, offer these people, but I never do. Do you do a lot of, uh, as the conversation's going, you go, Oh, that reminds me of this one episode of friends or this, that reminds me of this one episode of such and such a show. And then 100%. you realize that all of your anecdotes are shows that you watched and not things uh, that you've actually done. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those things has happened to me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've I've had those uh, conversations before where you just 
at the end of it, you're just like, awesome. All my anecdotes have to do with the shows I've been watching recently. Exactly. People tell me all the time, you're a shy guy, right? And then they start talking about TV, and then I don't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's right. <laughs> that's right. They found the... They found, like, the on button, which is mentioning a show that you watch. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. you know, how do you turn this thing off? <laughs> you, you turn this thing off. I didn't want to know that much about Babylon 5. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that's our show for the evening. You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 365. Next week... Jason and Kyle will be joined by Carla Day from TVDieHard.com, who, incidentally, I will also be seeing in Chicago. Yeah, say hi. Oh, get psyched. Um, I got to go take care of my pup, eat my SpaghettiOs, because I still can't eat real solid food. God, I'm just falling apart. But at least I'm on the drugs now, so the pain should subside. <laughs> that was an off-recording <laughs> off conversation I just remembered we had. <laughs> Where I was explaining that I had to go to the dentist today. I have to go to the dentist tomorrow. But today he didn't offer me Netflix. And tomorrow I don't think he will either. But anyway. Oh, well. On well, that you note. already finished the. I know. The last thing so you I need is to start a new no, show, I would, right? <laughs> and that's the problem. I'll get there and, like, there's so many options on Netflix that I just flail. And I'd be like, I don't know. Just pick something. And then they'd pick, like, two broke girls or something. <laughs> You finally find something, and they're like, we're done. And you're like, what? Well, come on, <laughs> How long man. have I been looking at the menu on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be a show, the menu on Netflix. <laughs> My God, I it's, swear. It's a half hour just going by. <laughs> like a, yeah. the TV Guide Network. Be some sort of like a, it'll be some sort of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 where you're, you're just making comments about the things that you see in the menu and, and how Netflix <laughs> works. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. On that note, thanks again. Have a good rest of your night. And you guys too. Happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday after Easter. Yes. Happy meat is back in my life day. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Bye bye. 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 bye.